Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Whoa, welcome along. It's the Friday morning episode. Ah, but if you're IFS, you'll get this on Thursday evening because that's one of the many benefits that you get from subscribing. Subscribe or perish, as we like to say. Mm. Those are your choices. Um, I haven't really got anything prepared to talk about. I'm, I'm kind of in a permanent state of uh, fear and apprehension ahead of the League One playoff final this Saturday. Um, that's occupying most of my thoughts at the minute. I know you're probably excited about it as well, Sam. I am excited, actually. I was looking at Good. some images. I think someone maybe tweeted them to you and CC'd me in of um, Sunderland fans swarming uh, the West End of London last time you were down, which yeah. seems to almost be like a, month, a yearly occurrence now. And I thought, I genuinely thought that looks... That that looks such a fucking laugh. I, I mean, obviously, I won't say that cause for various reasons. Uh, mostly, I couldn't really be bothered. But yeah, that'd be the main one. Yeah, yeah that'd be the main one. But it just looks fucking brilliant. It looks yeah. fucking great. Trafalgar Square is like an annex of Sunderland now. Yeah, I just think, you know, I know it's this sort of thing my mum would say to me about football, but because um, she has just sort of basic kind of platitudes that she uses to me and all my brothers about football. But it's like you're gonna have a great day out with your pals either way. That's the thing. And that's, that's, uh, the way that's I'm all I can yeah. say. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Even if we just get the you know, I mean, it's like you know, I time. went to Frankfurt. I didn't even get in the fucking stadium. I had a brilliant time. It was one of the, and actually, when I went to yeah, Seville, we lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's yeah. a bit different because that's you know, you arguably a playoff final is more important. But we lost that game. And I, you know, both the, in both incidents we lost, and I had a fucking brilliant time. It's just a laugh, isn't it? So what, it's really it's what, what football's is, yeah. about. The football match itself is kind of like it, eh, it yeah. completely is. It's part the of it. The race for fourth, the race for fourth place, isn't mm. what it's about. What are you drinking? Are you drinking um, Coca-Cola? Guinness Zero? No Guinness, Guinness Zero. Zero. You've got a big pint glass, one of those big old-fashioned dimpled it, it's, it's, pint it's a, glasses. It's a Fred Truman special, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll see thee. Yeah. And uh, you've got the Guinness Zero in it. Fucking hell, living The Guinness right. Zero is um, very... Well, I'm celebrating, so I've finished my book. Yeah. And I'm feeling... I've finished my book. I've also, thanks to everyone who sponsored me, I've also hit my sponsorship target for the Good. for my 100k in May, which is nearly done. But the target... Any more have you got to do? I've got... I'm on 75, 76... Oh, so good. I've got about 20, 25 to go 24 in, yeah. to go. It's like not not much. So, but I, I I hit I smashed through the target yesterday. So I've raised over three grand so far. Thanks for everyone who sponsored me. And I finished the book. So I'm having a fucking Guinness Zero. They're quite hard to get. But we recently switched from Sainsbury's to Asda's um, right. for the delivery. 
I'm much happier with the range of produce in the Asdas yeah. than I am in the Sony. Up, up the Asdas the, where it's at. The like, range yeah. at Asda is phenomenal. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about your basics. That they have world foods. They have they do. They have yeah. ex, they have exotic everything. So anyway, even up here it, they have the world foods up here. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Even in Sunderland, as there as the world foods. Yeah, the that. pig milk. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, do you remember when I was in that the pig milk shop in Sunderland the other day yeah. and there was just half a dead fish lying in the fridge area, <laughs> unlabeled and unpackaged, but seemingly for sale? At least it was in the fridge area, that's all I'm saying. It was, so, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Anyway, it's quite hard to get Guinness Zero, but not for Asda's. They've got fucking everything. So I'm having one of them, I'm feeling great, and in fact, Andy... The uh, there's also I can do some live content reporting um, okay. during this pod because I have put an order in. To, of course, in the old days, mm. it would have been putting an order into a dealer, for example, to celebrate a moment like this. The sun's shining. <laughs> I've got that buzz you get when you've completed a task. Yeah. You know, get the, off books, your head. the yeah. book's done. I'd be like, right, call the dealer. Right, but what I've actually done is call what is my equivalent dealer now, which is the uh, GoPuff app. Don't know if you're familiar with it, but what? it's basically what? an app that has been designed, as far as I can establish, Go for puff. fucking stoneheads, right? Because does it? Are you getting some fags delivered? No, is this no, no, the, no, the no, 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 no. I've not that on the head. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll give you an update on the smoking situation. <laughs> All right, but but no, GoPuff's just one of these delivery things like Uber Eats or whatever. But it's just for basically snack foods. Oh, and okay. They don't. I don't think they actually go to the shops to pick it up. I think they've got an enormous warehouse of everything, right? Because right. if you order it, whatever you order, they're there oh, in yeah. in, tw- in fifteen twenty minutes. Bang, they're just over there straight away. So you know, like. You know, when especially when I was a teenager, I used to sit around smoking weed and you'd all sit there going, oh, I really want a fucking bounty, but I can't be mm. fucked going to the petrol station. Yeah. Right. Or I want a lilt. Oh, do anything for a fucking lilt. Oh, I want one now. No, you've said oh, that. Oh, is there a petrol station there? Oh, it's about 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Oh, fuck that. Oh, you've got a car. Will you drive out there? No, you've got to pay me. I want a quid to drive petrol there. money. Fuck off a quid. It's already going to cost me. Milk. I've only got two quid, and one quid's going to go on my lilt and my bounty. <laughs> Fucking hell, a lilt and a bounty is or like quid. It's, it's the equivalent of basically going on a two-week tropical holiday, isn't it? <laughs> if you much, double yeah. down on tropical yeah. flavours, you get a lilt and a bounty. That's it, you, yeah. you basically, you're magicked away to the Caribbean. Yeah. I've never been to Barbados, but I know what a little the bounty tastes like. <laughs> if you do it at the same, same time, thing. if you put the bounty in your gob and then you take a big swig of lilt, then, yeah, you're there. You're on the beach, mate. Anyway, GoPuff is an amazing thing. They'll bring you whatever, whenever. Even if you just want a bag of McCoys, you just fucking right. go on your phone and someone turns up on a bike like five minutes later and goes, someone order some McCoys. There you go. All right. It's uh, amazing. F- I've- I've just looked. It's listed. The, the locations are listed on its website. Right. And the nearest to me is Newcastle upon Tyne, which is just oh, too far away. But they're, they're expanding to fast, mate. They'll, there'll be one but, in Sunderland yeah, very Newcastle soon. Newcastle upon Tyne is, is, is bang in the middle of this list. New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Newcastle upon Tyne, North Carolina, North Dakota. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> they're, they're, they're expanding fast, so you'll have one in Sunderland before you know it. I like it. Well, basically, like my, my good wife's had to go away for the night to look after her mum who's had an eye operation. And okay. um, 
so she's half blind and needs navigating around the home. I wish her all the best, obviously. So, yeah, I think she's going to be fine. She actually asked for no... She's, like, basically the hardest person I know, my mother-in-law. She requested <laughs> no general anaesthetic. Oof. She said, nah, just give us a fucking local. Couple right. of aspirins, I'll be all right. Yeah, they gave her a local... And then they, I don't know what the fuck they've done to her eye, but now she looks like the fucking, she's got a fucking, she looks like Captain Hook. She's got a fucking massive eye patch. Anyway. I want to be able to see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, keep a fucking what, eye on you. you're doing it. Make sure none of you have wandering hands. I've always thought about that. <laughs> fucking surgeons feeling you up when you're under the knife. Anyway, so, yeah, so basically my good wife would frown a little upon me yeah. developing a go puff, um, a little bit of a go puff habit mm. but she's away I'm in a buzzing mood I've just made the kids um, veggie burger chips and beans for dinner and yeah. I'm like do you know I'm what up the go puff fuck it shall I do a go puff and they're like what's the way get a fucking go puff <laughs> so um, I said right kids I've gone I've got done a go puff right and I've got to tell you Andy when I do a go puff I just go like a mad supermarket sweet. Literally like a kid in a sweet shop. They don't, they don't like, the thing is that one of the big things about GoPuff is they don't care. They'll, they will just bring around a packet of crisps. But I mm. feel like if I'm going to order a GoPuff, I feel sort of stupid just ordering one item. So well, that's I, what they prey on, isn't it? That's what they prey yeah, on. So I ordered like the thing that we wanted, which was some ice cream for our pudding. Mm. But then I thought, oh, I'll be embarrassed if this geezer comes all the way over and he's just got one pot of ice cream. So I ordered a second pot and some popcorn and some cans of Coke. Get in there. <laughs> so John Gorpuff's going to be sat there rubbing his hands together. Well, maybe they should sponsor thrown. this fucking podcast, the plug I've just given it. <laughs> I tell you what, it's a fucking great thing. So I'm keeping, I'm in the pod shed at the moment. I'm keeping an eye on the house for when GoPuff to, because yeah, I think GoPuff is going to land live. While oh, we're brilliant. on air, oh well, just we'll we'll keep we'll keep uh, podcasting live as you yeah. do that. Yeah, um, I might get a GoPuff delivered to Trafalgar Square tomorrow night. Oh, you should, mate. It's a great <laughs> idea. That's a great idea. They'll bring booze as well. See if they see if they can find me. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a red and white striped shirt, <laughs> and I'm in Trafalgar Square. It's no problem. You'll find me. I'm sure. I've got I've a ball head. <laughs> I've got a flare up my arsehole. <laughs> well, it still doesn't narrow it down, sir. Yeah, it doesn't, does it? Yeah. Um, so, mate, I've, uh, the other thing I've got to tell you is I've been um, I've been watching the Sweeney from the start. Um, oh, nice one. Because it's it's on it's all for free on um, Amazon Prime. Yeah, right. All the episodes ever, and the Sweeney for me was like always a show that was. Because it ended at, like in nineteen seventy nine, I think, and and so, mm. it but it was always on repeat throughout the eighties. But yeah. I was like confused by it because it felt when I was very young, it was like Minder without the jokes. Of course, Sweeney, yeah, yeah. the Sweeney is hilarious, but not in a way that a kid's going to understand, no. right? So I was a bit like, nah, Sweeney, it's like Minder but less funny. That was in my mind. Probably just see it that they both had the same actor. Mm. So I have seen lots of episodes of it over the years, but I've never committed in the way that people do now to box sets or whatever. I thought, I'm going to watch it like that. So I started watching it from the beginning. Needless to say, it's superb. It's so good that it's like, 
it, it, it's I don't know I've talked before on here about a great show I loved in the noughties um, called The Shield which is sort yeah. of a seminal cop show and I really like that but I'm watching the screen and I'm thinking The Shield just ripped this off in every single way the plot but what what no show has that Sweeney has is, and I don't know why I'm telling you all this because you're well familiar with the, with the Sweeney, but I'm buzzing about it because starting it in this way rather than watching it, where the cast mm. and the acting is so superb and the cameos. I just watched one where Brian Glover is in it playing an, right. an, an imbecilic henchman called The Moose, <laughs> funnily enough. And um, it's, it's so good. But anyway, I just wanted to tell you about one thing. Season one, episode two of The Sweeney. The -hmm. point at which anyone watching at the time must have realised this is seriously avant-garde, cutting-edge, innovative television, is they've basically um, intercepted an armed robbery, as they do most weeks, and Mm -hmm. all the robbers have jumped out of the van, and the Sweeney are jump out of their cars and they just have a massive fight in the street right yes (laughs) and you see a little glimpse of this right at the beginning of the episode but then the episode goes on and about halfway through the episode basically what's happened is some of the money has gone missing and there's an investigation whether the whether one of the thieves hid it during the melee or perhaps one of the Sweeney nicked a bag of money right oh yeah so they're trying to investigate this but what Regan has um, sorted, which must have been a thing that they did sometimes those days, because they knew exactly where they were going to like intercept these robbers, which was down an alley. Obviously, they um, <laughs> will do it down an alley, right? They they had a fucking police cameraman there, which they sometimes did. They had a big fucking camera set up ready to film the entire incident, right? Right. Yeah, and so there's obviously. a scene in it where they they but it being the olden days it takes quite a long time for them to get this film developed right and then there's a screening room at Scotland Yard and halfway through the episode they go Guff I've got the film back right from the from the cameraman he filmed the whole thing right and we've got it back and he goes right let's go and see it so they all bundle in right Regan and Carter the rest of their mates and like loads of bosses at Scotland Yard because it's become quite a big (laughs) controversial case right and someone puts it on they're in a proper screening room and then it goes on for so long it's 10 minutes in the middle of an episode that is 45 minute in total running it's just a film of all of these men having a fight in the street there's no audio once in a while oh wow once in a while you just hear them watching it right and they go like this you just hear like Dennis Waltman going that's it, Gav. You got him good there, right? Fuck. And then someone hell. else going, "Oh, fuck you know, Look at him; he's a big bastard, isn't he?" Right? And, but that's it. It's like watching something on YouTube now, where <laughs> you would watch people watching something, right? But it goes yeah. on and on, and you think this was prime time ITV television in the seventies, and it's a massive, really serious fight. You know when you get like football hooliganism videos posted online. It's like yeah. one of those. It's yeah. just a bunch of blokes just beating the shit out of each other. There's baseball ga- bats. <laughs> there's a geezer with a chain, right? And the only sound you can hear for the majority of it is that sound that film projectors used to make. Like, and the film is quite flickery and scratched because yeah. you're watching it through this shitty projector, right? And it just goes on and on. This is episode two. 
They were trying, you you know, nowadays with a series, you, you play it safe in the first few episodes to get them. Oh, this is episode two of the first series? Ever. Yeah. Wow. And they've devoted so, ten minutes to just a really, really long, brutal, mental fight between a bunch of cops and a bunch of robbers. And I imagine, right, the first ever episode will have been the pilot. They'll yeah. have made that, pitched it, and then that'll have gone out as the first episode for the first one proper after they've got the commission well, no, to do a series. I was reading about gone, it. Actually, the, the pilot was like they did a series of different um, one-off plays, oh, as they right. used to call them. Like and one was called... Feature length. One was called Regan. Yeah, that's And right. it just was John Thor. I don't think Waterman was even in it. And it was just right. about a renegade cop in the flying school, Jack Regan. And it went down quite well. But then they said, let's broaden the universe out a bit and turn let's it into the swimming. Right. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. There's a similar thing in an episode of The Professionals that I've seen, because I do watch the Sweeney Professionals on ITV4 now and again during the day. Problem yeah. is, though, they're sanitised, because they take oh. out loads of the swear words. So oh, this you're not enjoying certainly them in isn't. Yeah, you're not enjoying them in their, at their full capacity. But there's a, there's a one where a similar thing, there's a cameraman who is observing a, a raid or an operation that they're doing, The Professionals, and he gets it's, it's a, a robbery an armed robbery that happens so then after it's happened they sit down and it's a similar thing they run the film for them to watch it through yeah. but the thing is it's one, one guy with a camera when they watch the film back it's from all different angles and there's close-ups <laughs> and all this kind of thing and it's being edited together and I'm like yeah. how? that's impossible yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous they, they, they've done that it makes no sense but they've done it in order to make more entertaining the Sweeney much less sanitised, much less like, much less view fan service in the Sweeney. They literally, it's one shot, a wide shot, mm. and it, the men are just fighting, and it goes on and on and on, and all you can hear in the background is Dennis Walkman and the others just sort of once in a while cheering or farting, and that's it. That that so many people would have loved that battle. Oh, it was amazing. I loved it. The fight is really good, and. Um, the dialogue, as you know, in the Sweeney, when you actually are watching it, you think every single line of dialogue in this programme is solid gold from the moment it starts to the moment it ends, right? Like, mm. I tweeted a line yesterday, it's just one. There's like, in one of the episodes, there's this sort of pot, there's this sort of, you know, the kingpins are always presented as quite posh, like well spoken in all of these mm. things from the 60s and 70s. There's always like a mob. But the guy at the top of it is always quite well-to-do. It's the same in Get yeah. Carter. It's the same yeah, yeah, in, in yeah. Villain. All of those classic the, films. A, a whiff of homosexuality. Yes, so always, perhaps. right? Yeah. So there's this guy, and he's like, he's done the off. At the beginning, you see him, he's doing the off to France to, because he's got to lay low, right? Right. And so Regan and Carter, they know he's fucked off to France. They go to his country mansion, and it turns out that he sold everything off prior to leaving. Mm. And they're like, fuck, we've, lo we've lost him. And, uh, and Carter, Dennis Walkman, comes around to Regan and he goes, fucking hell, Gov, he's even cancelled his milk. 
And Regan goes, cats on his milk? He goes, too right he has. Where he's heading, meaning France, it'll be all chips and shamters every day. You know, birds with no brass and all that stuff. <laughs> that is, that is Sergeant Carter's idea of what's going on in France. In France. Chips, chips. Champagne and birds with no bras. Right? Amazing. And, 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 and Regan doesn't even, um, doesn't even disagree. He just shrugs and say, yeah, you're right. That is basically yeah. what's what goes on in France all the time. <laughs> chips and champers. <laughs> well, I mean, no Channel Tunnel then, so... No, no. they wouldn't have known. My... Um, my favourite ever episode of the Sweeney, I think, is in the final series. It feels as though it could be deep diveable as a one-off. Mm. Um, and, but there's a lot of Sweeney purists don't like it because they think it's silly. Uh-huh. And it's an episode where the guest stars are none other than Morecambe and Wise. Oh yeah, I saw a picture of that the other day. Yeah, yeah. Do they play themselves um, or they play them? They kind of yeah, they play themselves. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll, I won't give it away because we should watch it. And we should dive it. But yeah, um, there's also it, I've never seen either of the Sweeney movies. Um, I think they're a bit more hardcore because they were movies. Yeah, someone warned me. Movies. Someone on yeah. Twitter said, "Watch the movies," but. Be careful about watching them near the kids because they're pretty good. <laughs> but to be honest, like, they, I mean, I can't imagine because they don't pull many punches in the fucking TV mm. show. I mean, the sexism is fucking off the scale. Like every yeah. woman in it, they they just they try they hit on in borderline toxic fashion. Any woman yeah. who crosses their path ever. Right, yeah. <laughs> just as a matter of course, and sometimes they and then it's casually mentioned that they're both married, but you never see their wives. I think you do later in the series, right? And also they bargain over each other's girlfriends. So like, Re- oh, you see God. Regan just go, yeah, send a message to that l- lass in your office. No, the one with the curly hair and the big chest. He says, right? <laughs> chest. Tell her, tell her that uh, Detective Inspector Regan. We'll not be able to take her to the movies tonight, but I will be sending the tickets over in a car, right, so she can take a mate, right, instead. <laughs> and while he's saying it, right, fucking Dennis Waterman's there going, oh, let me take her, let me take off the phone. Like, he's not even met her, but he's sort of like they're trading bits of fluff on the side. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's quite an experience watching it. It's quite a when cultural a, time I, machine. When I was a kid on a Friday night, we used to go we used to go down the local chippy at about half eight and get a bag of chips. Yeah. And then the Sweeney was on at nine o'clock and I'd be allowed to stay up and watch the Sweeney. Is it Sweeney. always Friday night, the Sweeney? It was Friday night, nine o'clock. This is the well the series that I remember yeah. anyway. And I was doing the maths and working out how old I was. And that house that we lived in, we moved out of that house one week after my fifth birthday. No. <laughs> Yeah. So you were watching the Sweeney when you were four. I was watching the Sweeney when I was four fucking with a belly hell. full of chips. I mean, I'm fucking watching the Sweeney at forty-seven. I'm de- <laughs> I'm almost like pulling the collar on my shirt out. Like, well, I don't know. This is a bit rich for my tastes. <laughs> I mean, I probably, I probably didn't even watch it. It was just that thing of being able to stay up late. I just remember it always being on after we'd come back from the chippy on a Friday night. Mate, there's tits in every episode. I mean, I didn't know what tits were. When I, I was I'm four. a few episodes in, and there's a hundred. There's a hundred percent tit hit yeah. so far. Yeah, right, every I episode. I had no idea what tits were back then. Mm. So yeah. different times, isn't it? Let, let, lead in the petrol. 
Yeah. At all yeah. times back then. Well, I can't wait. I mean, once I've had this go puff, once I've finished this pod and had my go puff, yeah. I'm going to fucking make an excuse to the kids. Right, we're all going to bed early because I can't <laughs> wait to get upstairs with the popcorn I've just ordered off of go puff and fucking get on the iPad and binge watch the Sweeney. <laughs> That's living all right, mate. Sure, go sleep. <laughs> Shut my girl to sleep. I'm watching my 70s police program. <laughs> Daddy's watching oh, a police procedural from the 1970s. It's too sexist for you. <laughs> it's for work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, work, you know what I mean. Yeah. We've, um, you know what we've got to do before we go? We've mm. got to do the um, Prediction League oh. finale. And it's a mammoth one. It's all ten. Premier League fixtures plus Sunderland versus Wickham from this weekend's League wow. One. Which team are we going to assign to result spot for the double points? Should we give, should we give them Newcastle? Instead of Mill, yeah, let's give them Newcastle. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. For various reasons. Um, mm. Right, here we go. Um, concentrate because you are 16 points behind at this point. It's yeah. All to play for. 10 fixtures. Here we go. Crystal Palace versus Manchester United. Palace 2, United 0. I will go Palace 1, Manchester United 1. Arsenal versus Everton. I will go 2-0 Arsenal. I will go 3-0 Arsenal. He knows it's not going to pay to replicate any predictions at this point. No, exactly right. (laughs) Chelsea versus Watford. Chelsea, Watford. Yeah. I'm going to say 4-0 Chelsea. Uh, I'll go 5-1 Chelsea. Leicester versus Southampton. I will go 1-0 to Leicester. 2-1 Leicester. 2-1 Leicester. Brentford versus Leeds. Massive game. What do you think? Hmm. Sorry, Leeds fans. I think the Bees are going to win this 2-1. Uh, I think it'll be 2-0. We should have done these separately and sent them to each other. But um, <laughs> Here we go. Um, Burnley versus Newcastle next. I will go uh, 1-0 Burnley. Uh, Burnley need to win, don't they? They do, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1 Burnley. Manchester City versus Aston Villa, Sam. Um, 3-1 to City. 3-1 to City. And we've got 2-1 to City. Uh, Norwich versus Tottenham. I think this will be 2-0 to Tottenham. I'm going to say 3-0 to Tottenham. don't know if that's going to be enough to claw the points back, but okay. Liverpool versus Wolves. Liverpool versus Wolves. I'm going to say one all. Oh. Um, 3-0 to Liverpool. Brighton versus West Ham. I'll let you go first because it's your team. Brighton 1, West Ham 2. Uh, I think this will finish uh, 1-1. Finally, Sunderland versus Wickham. 90 minutes scoreline. 90 minutes scoreline, huh? 2-1 to Sunderland. 
I'm going to say 1-0. That was very tense. That was very, very tense. Oh, that's what it is. Um, I think that's about it. Anything else you wanted to mention? The I know go- we've, had another, we've, had, we've had another email from, from um, Lil. Uh, I think Lil is sort of like an honorary member of the Top Flight Time Machine family. She's the third member of Top Flight Time Machine now. She is, isn't she? Other people have had that honour bestowed upon them, but um, Lil's maybe we'll sa- maybe emails. we could sack Results Bot and ask Lil to take <laughs> his the place. Yeah. But the only thing is, could Lil really be bothered every week of the season <laughs> filing match predict score predictions? She likes us at the moment, but yeah. we know we both know from experience that people soon get bored of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she might be like, well, they seem like a bit of fun, regret. but then they were just calling me up every fucking week. It was like when I did a deal with Harry Redknapp years ago to do a column in the magazine. And he was like, yeah, sure, no problem, Sam. Yeah, it's no problem at all. Oh, no, it'd be as good as gold. And he was managing Portsmouth. And I said, you know, the thing is, Harry, um, I'll ghostwrite this for you. But, you know, I've got to call you every Saturday after the game and and get your thoughts on the weekend's football to get it turned round in time for the deadline. Thought, yeah, no problem at all, right? And uh, I thought, mm, he says no problem now, but I bet when he's lost, it'll be a problem. <laughs> anyway, on like the second week, the first week they've won, so it's fine, we've had a lovely chat. The second week, I've gone on holiday. So I've got some other lad in the office, right? Nice bloke, oh. but a bit wet behind the ears and slightly... Um, how can I put it? Sort of eccentric and posh. Um, mm. And I've said, right, you've got to call Harry Redknapp on this number at this time. And, you know, da, da. so he's called him up. And the way it's gone down is he's started asking questions. And Harry Redknapp's got, he's asked a really impertinent question. Like, clearly uh, your team lost and you got things wrong today, didn't you? Like a really, like the worst possible opener. <laughs> And he's gone, I've got things wrong. I suppose you think you could fucking do better, right? Tell me what they were then. Right. <laughs> and, and he's gone something like, I don't, he's lost his temper really quickly. And he's gone, I don't even know why I'm fucking doing this. I'm only being paid peanuts, right? <laughs> and the geezer goes, I can't remember how much he was being paid, but let's say it was like a couple of grand a week. Something he goes, mm. peanuts, is it? Well, I happen to know it's £2,000 you're being paid for this, which I can tell you for a great many people is not peanuts. <laughs> Mr. Redknapp. Right. And I read that's gone, two grand, I'll do that in half a day at the races, son. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, so, I'm all I'm saying think- is we don't want to get into that sort of situation with Lil, where you do yeah. the deal and she's like, she's yeah, I'm bang it. up for it. And then after week three, you're like, Lil, yeah. can you give us your predictions for Burnley versus Brighton at the weekend? She's gone, oh, fuck's sake. Plus, we found out she's Scottish, so she might have yeah. a fiery temper on her. Yeah. I'll just put one nil for all of them. Uh-huh. <coughs> Lil, can you please try to show this a little bit more focus and attention? Fuck off, who the fuck, fuck are you, couple of weirdos anyway? Talking about my fucking husband. Yeah, couple of fucking... You ought to be ashamed of yourself. The pair of you doing a fucking podcast or whatever you're calling it. Grown men, fathers, calling me up every week. You fucking weirdos. <laughs> I was going in with an email I saw. 
it's relating to Humpback Bridges that we were talking about oh, the other yeah, day. Oh, yeah, lovely. Um, ben Jones. Uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, my dad worked offshore, meaning he had a hire car from Aberdeen to get home after his two weeks on the rig. Without fail, he would get us all in the hire car and drive as fast as possible over the Humpback Bridge at the Moncton Coke Works in Hebben, which is in um, South Townside. Um, of course, this is a hire car. Um, sometimes there would be huge crunching noises from the car. We'd all have a good laugh. Then he would return the car. <laughs> Great days. <laughs> Please send us all of your humpback bridges stories to the usual addresses. I think as well, I think that's another topic we've talked about in the past, which is ragging the fuck out of a hire car. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they're there for. Yeah, there we go. That's the episode. Enjoy your weekend. I hope I do. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Come on, Sunderland. Sunderland.